Hey, you guys, how is it possible that we are into the second week of September already? I can't believe it. Kiddos are back to school. Things are rocking on. I'm so excited about the last quarter of this year. I just I don't know. I just feel like some pretty amazing things are going to happen. And we got some amazingness happening today on the show. I'm so thrilled to have Michelle Castro as my guest today. Michelle is a Christian entrepreneur who thrives on helping women grow their marketing businesses their way. And when I say marketing business, I mean to my social sellers, to my network marketers, this episode is for you. Michelle and I Oh my gosh, we just had so much fun on this episode because I think we are both very, very similar. We both actually lead big network marketing teams and we both also have a passion for helping women in the network marketing space. So you may not be on our team. Maybe, you know, our products aren't something that you're interested in, but you're not getting the support that you want and need to build your business within your own company. You know, this happens. Maybe your upline doesn't work the business anymore. Maybe you don't align with your upline. Maybe you just have a different different way you want to build this business. And Michelle and I are really passionate about network marketers, social sellers, for them to move away from this copy and paste culture and to show up authentically as who they are. And what I can tell you is we both have built our businesses that way. We have you know, we've got this massive success by being ourselves. And that has, that's been a journey, right? We didn't just start out this way, but we knew that we wanted to build a business in a way that made us feel really proud. So it was a really fun episode to do because we had so much in common. We had such great chats about niching and really the simplicity of this business. Once you, once you get down to the basics, you don't need to overthink this. Um, If it gives you joy, if it makes you excited every day, if you just show up consistently, you're going to see success. So I think you guys are going to love this. I am so excited to share and I'm so excited for you to get to know Michelle and I hope you'll follow her on all the social medias so you can get her tips as well. So let's get started. Welcome to the Michelle File Show and I'm Michelle founder of the Contagious Community for Women in Online Business. Once upon a time, I owned a top 100 Aveda salon and spa, but that all changed when I found health and wellness and lost 80 pounds. This helped me discover a path leading to a career in network marketing. Now a three-time elite network marketing leader and business coach who still feels the rush of stepping outside her comfort zone every single day. Each week, I hope to bring you a thought or guest that will help ignite your mindset, elevate your income, and bring strategies to create clarity around balancing your family life, health, and your business. Ladies, it's time to stop letting fear stand in our way of a life full of passion, purpose, and ultimately true happiness. Get ready to ignite your soul and unapologetically blow up your life. Are you with me? Let's go. Okay, you guys, as I said, I am just so thrilled to have Michelle on this podcast because even though we just met 
legitimately like two minutes ago. Um, we like everything about us aligns our businesses, what we're involved in, our thoughts on network marketing. And you guys know that I am just such a huge, huge advocate of building a business that feels really good to you and feels authentic. And Michelle feels the same way. We have the same name. Like, obviously we align, right? We're awesome. <laughs> yes. Anyways, super excited to have you, Michelle. Please just like share a little bit about you and your business, and then we will kick into some questions. Oh my goodness, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me on. I, anytime I get to be on someone's podcast, I'm like, I feel so honored. Like you like me, you really like me, you know? <laughs> so it's so fun. It's like, oh. um, I am, I live in Los Angeles, California, and I am a wife and mom to three daughters, 18, 15, and 11. And it's so much fun. If you have not entered the teen years, like I legit, legit mean it is so much fun. I absolutely love it, but it certainly is such a mirror in front of yourself as to what you're doing and how you're showing up authentically, because they are going to show you, they're going to call you out when you are not. And it's really such a good way to look at our business too. I love the network marketing space. I think it is so brilliant. And I love Michelle that we are so aligned on this. It's so funny. We, like you said, we just met a couple minutes ago and it was like, oh my gosh, no, we're on the same page of all of this. So I just have this passion for helping women in this space to use how incredible this is, but to show up authentically and start using it as a legit business that it is and stop doing this stupid copy paste cold message culture. It's just, it's not working. It is not working. So tell us, how did you, I mean, I, the, our listeners friggin' know my story. I talk about it all the time, but how did you come to realize, wait a second, this, this, these old methods, they just don't feel good to me. Like where, where did that come to realization for you? Well, I've always been in education. So my background is in teaching and, you know, you can't just walk into a classroom and just, you know, you got to build those relationships. You have to build that rapport. I was raised by a dad who parents, but a dad who was self-employed and the only way he could be successful was through building his reputation and in growing up in that environment and seeing that and how it plays across every avenue. It doesn't matter if you're a teacher. It doesn't matter if you're in business. It doesn't matter whatever you're doing. If you want to build trust, because really that's what it comes down to. If you're in the classroom and you want your students to trust you and to pour their hearts out to you, they need to trust you. You need to build that relationship. If you're in real estate, same thing. If you're in network marketing, it really all comes down to building relationships. And it really kind of like I'm a slow on some of these things. Like, you know, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Then the other day, um, a girl that just joined my team said to me, she's like, okay, so if you don't do reach outs, you know, the, the cold reach outs, what do you do? And I was like, oh, well, we build relationships. Yeah. And it was such a simple thing, but it was like, why is that groundbreaking? I have no clue. I don't know why it's groundbreaking. If we could figure that out, we could solve a lot of problems. So you actually, 
and I, we we have not scripted this. So FYI, we have no questions planned. We are just excited to hear how this is going to go too. So. Exactly. Your, your guess of how this is going to turn out is as good as ours. But you made a really good point that I've actually been reflecting on a lot lately because I have a team member that she's been with me for about a year, but she comes from having her own businesses. I had a salon and spa and my, both my parents were entrepreneurs, self-employed. I've only known that world. It sounds like you are very similar with your family. Mm -hmm. Do you think, because I'm sort of thinking this, that it's network marketing is actually easier for, for people that come from that background. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think so. Well, I think it's easier in the, if they want to build a long-term sustainable business that is built upon trust, because in, as an entrepreneur, if you work, you get paid and that's the same in this business, but it's not just enough to get that one-time pay, you know, it's the long sustainable, it's the relationships that were built. So my dad was um, known within his industry of not being the least expensive at all, but giving quality work. And so because of that, he was referred over and over in an industry where you had to have connections. Well, the same thing is true here. And yes, if you're coming from that, you, you understand, you just have a better understanding of those basic things. I agree. And I want to take back easier because people are going to get all messed up in their heads with that. Yes. It, it is not easier because this is learned behavior. It's just that it was just in us. Like I just yeah. knew that from my salon and what I do think was easier for me. And it was, I often talk about this horseshoe that was up my butt because I had built trust with hundreds of clients. My, I had had a hair salon for 20 years. Mm -hmm. So I had all these women that already trusted me with their hair. They saw me using this other product and they're like, well, if I'm going to trust you with my hair, sure, mm -hmm. I'll try this too. But it's because mm -hmm. what everybody doesn't see was the 20 years that I built that trust with them before. So then they jumped into this business. Mm -hmm. That trust can still be built by that newcomer coming into network marketing. It just mm -hmm. might not take off immediately because there is this period of time that trust has to be built. Would you agree? Oh, completely, completely. But I think a lot of that goes to, to um, understanding who it is you're talking to. There's this huge, and maybe it's just me, but I feel like it's industry-wide. There's this feeling of my product works for everybody. So I need to talk to everybody. And the reality is the broader the net, the less likely you're actually to catch any fish. And if you can know exactly who you're talking to, you are going to make so much, so uh, much better connections. And it's not even going to limit you to that ideal client. So in my case, my ideal client is you and I We're women in our forties. We've got kids, we've got, you know, we probably want to lose a little extra fluff here and there, but that does not mean that I have totally discounted the 20 year old or the 50 year old, or it just means that when I'm talking and I'm talking about this menopause fluff, like that girl, she gets it, but there's also somebody else is like, well, I'm not hitting menopause, but it's still, still bothering me, but it's given me a singular focus 
of who, so I'm looking at Julie and I'm going, Julie, I know this is what you want, but for whatever reason in network marketing, we're like, talk to everybody. Everybody has skin. Everybody has extra weight. Everybody has, and yeah, they do, but they don't. And, and I, and I want you to give us our, your tips about this niching word I almost wish it was a different word because that word gets everybody hung up in overwhelm and they, Mm -hmm. they get so married to the niche. And it's so simple if you just Mm -hmm. take away all the, I don't know, all the stuff around it. So how, how do you simply teach your team or your clients to really dive into connecting with that ideal person that they really will be able to relate to and build, build that trust fast. That's one thing I love about niching is it sure doesn't take very long. Like, I mean, you and I, if we didn't already in network marketing, we'd probably be talking about either of our companies already by like three messages because we are so similar. So how are, what are some tips that you share with your, your women and team to make this an easier process? Yeah. (laughs) I think we have the, um, the ability of taking something so easy and making it so darn confusing. And the reality is you are your ideal client. You were attracted to your product or company for some reason. And while I do believe we have multiple avatars that we are speaking to, you could, you know, Starbucks, not everyone wants the unicorn frappuccino. So they have multiple avatars is my point, but you are your ideal client. So think of what it is that attracted you to your product. Think of one product, get like as simple as you can. So find that one hero product that you, you have. And and why was that attractive to you? And then like jot everything down. Who are you? You're a woman, you're in your forties, you're this, like put all of those things down. And, and the, the reality is you can never get too specific and you're just getting into your mind. You're kind of doing this um, regressive mindset, we call it. Like you're going back to who you were when you first saw this and we're like, oh, okay, this thing will like ignite the fat in my body and burn it. It's going to inhibit this fat storage. Okay, well, that's interesting to me because I've been doing everything. I've been eating 28 carrots for the rest of, you know, forever and I can't lose a darn thing. So you mean I could have some pizza and do, you know, so who are you? Why did this attract you, you? Why was that attractive to you? And I guarantee you there's at least one, if not a thousand other people who are thinking all of those same things. So then what if you got out there and you started just being a little bit vulnerable and saying, Hey mama, I know what it's like to be so incredibly frustrated. You are doing all the things you're eating like a rabbit. You're declining all the sweets. You're doing all this stuff. And yet you can't lose an ounce. I get it. And do you know how many women's ears just perked up? Instead of just saying, I have this product. It's amazing. You need this. You should get it now. It's nine 95. Come and ask me. Well, nobody does. They want to know how it's going to help them. And, and the more you can get inside her mind and just share what you know, the better. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, 
I think over the years, social media has changed so much. And there's a lot of people that remember like that 2014, when I entered, you actually could say, this is what I'm using. Uh, It's helped me lose 20 pounds. And there were flocks of people that came. I'm not going to deny that at all. But very quickly, I saw the turn in around late 2015, mid, and you Mm -hmm. couldn't do that anymore. You had to be an people take the word vulnerable so seriously. I don't mean you have to share every friggin' thing about your private life. You, none of you know all the stuff about me, but you do know the stuff that relates back to why I am so passionate about the products and services that I have. Mm -hmm. And if you, you need to learn how to articulate that story and compel emotion, because that's where all that trust is built. What are your tips for, so I, I get this thing all the time well, I can't, I can't remember, or I don't know what it was that I started. Like, I just like, don't understand how people can't remember, but I have so many people that say that to me. I just can't seem to get in my head of what it was like three years ago. Do you have any like tips to help people get back there? Oh, sure. Well, it doesn't even have to be your personal story. Like, let's say it's been three years. You've, you've overcome this. That's awesome. That's fantastic. And maybe you don't remember how cruddy you were feeling before and how you weren't able to sleep, but I bet there's somebody on your team who does. Mm -hmm. I bet you have a Facebook group. I know for our team, we have a Facebook group that has thousands of testimonials. Go search on there, find somebody. And I bet it's going to spur your, your memory a little bit. And, you know, just think back a little bit. If you were 10 pounds overweight you're probably not, or 20 pounds or 30 or whatever. You're not feeling your best. You're tired. You're so thank goodness. You don't remember what it felt like to be back there, but do a little digging. It doesn't have to be your exact story. And I think that's where we get a little tripped up. Um, we can use somebody else's story. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. And people just overcomplicate it. It's, it's not sometimes what I think happens, which is, is, part of the thing I love about network marketing is we really grow and we really evolve. You know, that saying network marketing is like a personal development plan with a compensation behind it or whatever. And I agree with that. I mean, I'm a totally different woman than I was seven years ago, but where I am right now, the person that I really need to be helping, she doesn't really understand the like fluffy language I'm using and, and talking about sort of more progressive stuff. So it's Mm -hmm. like, take it and just simplify it. Mm-hmm. I have skincare that is going to make your life easier. I have a, a workout program that you're going to be able to do in like 30 minutes when you feel like a maniac, like mm-hmm. I have, whatever it is, if you can just simplify it, I think is really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. I, I think those tips are awesome. Do you have any other, I know you're creating a course right now, all about niching. Do you have anything else that you think would be helpful to network marketers to share about this niching in? Yeah, but really quick, what I, you touched on something. I think we have to be honest with ourselves and what our job is. So network marketing, for whatever reason, there tends to be this mindset of like, it's this thing that I do and I'm going to put something out there and people are going to come to me and that's kind of it. Well, if you want to be taken seriously, then you have to take your business seriously. And at the core of what we do, I don't care what product you sell at the core of what you do, you are educating 
people. And you have to educate them through that whole process. You cannot expect to throw something out there have everyone come to you, sell a product and be done. You can do that, but you're not creating long-term clients. And honestly, if I may be so bold, you are creating more of the problem within network marketing and the, um, the, the lack of trust within network marketing as a whole, then you are creating a solution. So if you look at any business that is growing, it's because they're growing relationships and they're educating in some way. So yeah, the more, and these go so hand in hand. And I love that you mentioned the emotion, the more that you can tie into that emotion, the more that you're going to be trusted. So if you can think about who, who you're talking to, who is that ideal client? And most likely it's you maybe last week, last month, last year, what is it that drew you to that problem or product? Pardon me. And what is it that they want? What is your ideal client's pain points? So for me and my business, and much like yours, their pain point is frustration with the extra, with these extra things they want to simplify and, and be able to enjoy life, but also fit into the jeans that are a little bit smaller. Like nobody wants the big jeans that's, and it doesn't mean a a weight number or anything like that. So what is it? And that's what you're going to talk to. If her pain point is finding 30 minutes to work out every day, how are you going to talk to her about that? How have you done that? We all have the same 24 hours. You just chose to take 30 minutes of that, which is like 2% of your day to do a little bit of a a workout. And then thinking about where are you going to find them? And because all of this you've done, you figured out who she is, what she wants and where she's hanging out and do not think for a second. I'm saying go hang out at the coffee shop because that's where she's hanging out. That's creepy. That's weird. Please don't do that. That's stalkerish. <laughs> it's just gross, but you get the idea. Like it just gives you that full picture of who this person is, how you can speak to her. Then she feels seen and heard and she can trust you. Yeah. And then you can move into that, how to make that sale. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love all those, all those tips. I think at the end of the day, just keep it simple and do a big brain dump of the problems you can solve, the problems you can solve and how can you intertwine your own story in there? I love when someone messages me and says, you know, I, I related to this and this and this, and it's almost like she's gone through my journey on my social media and learned, Mm -hmm. learned about me. And there's Mm -hmm. been a couple things that have just popped out and like, Oh, okay. That's exactly how I'm feeling too. Maybe Mm -hmm. she can help me. So what are, we don't want to do cold messages. We we know that. So how do you teach your team how to actually build these relationships beyond just using social media content? Yeah, that's such a great question. It's so funny. I was at the market the other day and I've been thinking through all of this, those exact questions. And (laughs) for some reason, once a screen gets in front of us, we think all etiquette and manners are out the window. So I was at the market the other day and I see this girl with these adorable white jeans. And so as I was just passing her, I said, oh, I love your jeans. They're super cute. And she's like, okay, thanks. And I thought for a second, why is that? I mean, that's so obvious. Like, I'm not going to walk up to this woman and say, Hey, um, 
So I see that you're about my age and you probably are looking for a business. So I've got this great business. You should join me. Like that's, we would all agree that that is super weird. And yet it happens all the time. The first interaction, I have two messages that I have screenshot because I was like, are you kidding me? Like there was nothing before this. So why do we not act as though we just walked by this person in the market? So let's say you're scrolling the easiest way. I love stories because any comments that you do go straight to their DMS. And what we know is when we can go into someone's DMS, like their guard is down. And as moms, if you compliment my kids, you have my heart and I will respond to you. So what if you went through my stories and you saw this picture that I posted the other day of my 18 year old and I on a bike ride her first day of college and we, you know, she's at home. And so, and so we went for a bike ride. What if you messaged and went, Oh my goodness, that is so much fun. I love that your 18 year old wanted to go on a bike ride with you on her first day of college. That's so cool. You and I both know I'm going to like that comment and I'm going to respond. Now that does not mean the second message is awesome. You should try my product. No, 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 no. This is a long term game. And If you are in this business because your heart is truly service, then you have to be willing to have conversations that may never, ever lead to your products or business. I totally agree. I, I think what happens is as soon as someone signs up to be in this business, all of a sudden they, all they can think about is earning income and making the sale. And I get it. I get totally. it. I get that we, we want to make a sale. We want like, I, I totally get that thinking, but on the other hand, they're also, but I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to be salesy. I'm like, mm-hmm. so don't be think yeah. of this. Like, I mean, I've mentioned, I have a, had a hair salon. I didn't make a lot of money for the first, um, guess what? 10 years. Like I was just really covering my costs and bringing in a little bit for a long time. Mm -hmm. Businesses are long-term and yes, you're going to see success way before 10 years. If you do it correctly. In fact, in a couple months Mm -hmm. I did, I really do believe people can, but -hmm. for that first 90 days, I think 90 days is like a magic number. If you build authentic conversations and connections for 90 days, your funnel, and you just keep up with it. Your funnel is just going to keep rolling and riding the wave, but everybody gets so tripped up because they get discouraged when it's not happening. And Mm -hmm. I almost wish there was like, okay, no one's going to get a paycheck for three months. Like it doesn't even matter if you got a lot of, you get, you get like this bank, but you're not going to be able to see it for three months because it would keep people doing those just simple activities. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to give compliments. Yep. Another question I get from lots of women is, okay, so how do I transition the conversation to my product? Yeah, I can tell you my answer, but what's your answer to that question? <laughs> well, I, I think that one, we have to get out of our own head and two, we have to use some common sense. Listen, listen to people, listen to those clues. And unfortunately, a lot of people are just not attuned to it. They're not hearing it. Um, but listen to those things. And when you hear somebody kind of make comments about like, ah, I'm just frustrated with this or, and they might even be far more subtle than that. You know, you can say, Hey, 
I don't know if you've seen any of my posts, but I have a great product where I've seen some personal results, but just listening, but also asking questions. You, the person who asks the questions is going to be the one who's controlling the conversation. So ask these broad open-ended questions. An open-ended question is not a yes or no answer. And a conversation is not have a happy birthday. Like that, that's not a conversation. It's a conversation back and forth. So how can you ask these questions? And I love the idea of not getting a paycheck for 90 days. Just be like, get that out of your head. Like just, you just build these conversations, build these relationships and see what happens. Yeah. And I tell people, sometimes you're not going to transition the conversation. Like start listening to your intuition. If it Mm -hmm. feels like this is going nowhere, it's going nowhere. And just, I always am like, I trust, I trust that this woman now knows me. And if she continues to watch me, we're going to have another conversation real soon. Like if Mm -hmm. it feels too weird, you've, you've been curious, you've, you've kind of asked a couple questions, but it's, it's run dry. Let the friggin' thing run dry. It's okay. There's tons of fish in the sea, first of all. And she knows you now. And if she's actually genuinely attracted to you and you guys are supposed to work together, she's going to see it. She's going to click a poll. She's going to answer a question. She's going to comment. Like it's going to happen. I think we put so much pressure on all of these conversations and it's okay if some of them don't work out. I always tell my team, you know, to get to the level I've got to, I actually haven't had to have that many successful people on my team. Like you don't need thousands. You just need like a handful. So Mm -hmm. stop putting so much pressure on all the messages and just know and trust and believe Mm -hmm. that a few of them are actually going to work up, work out. If you're genuinely showing up with that value you talked about and sharing those tips and motivation and all that kind of stuff, they're going to come around and consistency. That is so incredibly, you cannot mention your product one time. What is the, the stats? Like you can go look and see the stats of, um, like converting to a sale and it's, it's 12 or yes, it's like 12 touches and, and then it, it potentially converts to a sale. Well, the same is true with your relationships. You can't expect to have one reach out and be like married for life to to that person. Like it's, it doesn't work that way. You, and you have to just consistently show up and to completely like divorce yourself from the outcome, which I get it. It seems easier said than done, but the sooner you do it, the better off you will be. And one thing I tell my team all the time is no one is thinking about you as much as you're thinking about you. So you have that picture that, you know, you feel uncomfortably because it's a before and after, or it doesn't show you in the best light. No one's thinking about you. Like you're so vain. I always say that's like the soundtrack to my life. Like you're so vain, Michelle, nobody actually cares. Okay. Just shut up, keep moving. And once I start keeping that in my mind, like actually nobody's paying that close of attention to what I'm doing. I just need to keep going, keep going, keep being consistent. It's so true. No one, it is so true. I love that. No one does care. They, what they're doing is they're, they're seeing themselves in your before and after picture. They're not even looking at you. They could care less. We get 
so hung up on all this. And I get, I, I, I totally get it. It's so totally. natural and it's so easy for us to like, just be on a podcast, you know, saying all this stuff it, it takes. And this is why personal development is so key in, in network marketing. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not a hoax when you maybe come to your upline and they're like, well, are you actually doing your personal development? That's not us like using a scapegoat. Because normally that's what it is. You haven't been filling yourself with positivity to help you get through some of those mindset things that are going to show up. This is a vulnerable business. It absolutely is. It's not going to go the way you want it all the time. Uh, You're going to have to do new things every day. And it's it's scary. I think it's scary, especially for like our niche. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's scary in your forties to all of a sudden just launch something new and try something very different to our age bracket. Cause yes. I think our age still has some like cuckoo stuff about network marketing. And like my dad, t- like my dad thought I was absolutely insane. He thought network marketing was like the devil until mm-hmm. I actually like was able to share with him what it is, what it really is. How once I started to understand it a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Well, and that's where the educating goes into it too. I mean, honestly, I don't know of a single business that isn't a network marketing structured type business. Like your realtor depends on networking, your hair salon depended on networking, your doctor's office when they get started, like it depends on network. Everything does. It's for whatever reason, this industry in itself that has just kind of created a bad reputation, but it's like, in you know, we always talk about that girl. Well, there's that girl in every single industry. So we don't need to focus on her over here. Let's just change the conversation. Let's just do it differently. Let's just show up differently. Exactly. Be awesome. You're answering those objections. People have your, your audience, your audience is always going to be full of people with objections as long as you show up truthfully and you don't actually back up the objections, like the the common objection to network marketing is it's slimy, pushy, and salesy. So don't be that. Don't be that way. Do it differently because we are here to tell you that it works really well doing it differently, like just showing up truthfully. And then that's the proof to the naysayers. I mean, my dad not believing in it within a couple months, he could see, well, she's not all weird doing weird pyramidy things. And she's really successful and loving it, like happy and loving it. So just be proof. Don't try and be defensive about it. Just mm-hmm. be proof that this is actually a legitimate, lovely business model. In fact, mm-hmm. the smartest business model, I think, going around it personally. Amen. Amen. I agree. I'm like yeah, I get to do this from home and I get to build relationships with people and I get to grow myself. Yeah, no, this, this all works. I'm good with this. It's an absolute no brainer in my mind. If you are listening and you are a social seller, you're a network marketer, you run a business online, you're in direct sales or an MLM. This is for you. Are you inside my free community yet? The Contagious Community on Facebook? Where are you if you're not in there? This free community is honestly my favorite place to be. It is the place where I share strategies and mindset tools that will help you build the business of your dreams. I love helping women create six-figure businesses. 
I also love women creating a hobby income. I love helping women create an income that just makes them feel really empowered. But what I often see is that's not happening. I see that a lot of you are just really frustrated. You get caught up in overwhelm, you spin in comparison, and you just feel like you don't know what you're doing. You can't stay consistent. Maybe you don't have an upline that feels supportive, or maybe you're getting thrown too much information and some of it just doesn't feel aligned with you. I get that. I totally get that. And I want you to have a place where you can come, where you can learn from someone who is actually building this business, who is in the trenches with you. It is my my goal to always know the most important information that you need to know about social media, but to not overwhelm you with all this other stuff that really isn't going to affect your business. It's also my passion to make you aware of how important your mindset is in all of this. Truthfully, if your mindset is off, you are never ever going to be able to build that business that makes you really, really proud and makes you achieve the goals that you have in mind. I want you to feel empowered every single day when you wake up. I want you to feel excited about your business and I don't want you to feel like you have to use tactics that don't make you feel good. And yes, I am talking about those cold messages, those reach outs, those times when you're feeling pushy. You do not need to feel like that. I have built my business using attraction marketing only. I'm going to say that again, attraction marketing only. I have never, ever felt like I've had to cold message people or be pushy to have them join me as customers or join me as teammates where we can build these businesses together. And that's what I teach inside my free community. I do live trainings. I am sharing information and motivation every single day. So if that's you, if you want to be that woman to build a business that makes you want to jump out of bed every single morning, then you need to get yourself in there. So just search the Contagious Community on Facebook or go to my links page, which is www.michellefile.com forward slash links, and you'll find the link to my free community. And I promise you, you are going to be so inspired and you are going to be inspired to take consistent action, which always creates a sustainable business. I can't wait to see you inside. It's the end of the month. So Mm -hmm. I would love if we could kind of like finish off because I think all leaders have little tips and and thoughts about how to handle the end of the month. And I would love for you to share how you kind of help your team. You know, there's always that end of the month madness or mania and how do you help them get to their goals feel good about whatever the outcome is at the end of the month would you share yeah absolutely I love month end it's like my favorite sport you know it's like all of a sudden you're like yes we can do this let's go um it's got it's, it's like its own um it's got its own life. You know, those last few days are just so much fun. Um, I, you know, I'm always a big fan of like, okay, let's reevaluate your goals. What are they? Are, are they within a distance? And I'm a huge fan of audacious, crazy, insane goals, but then I also like realistic. So, you know, if you're 6,000 in volume away from your, your goal, okay, well, 
maybe that's not going to happen. It's okay, but why don't we find something that's realistic? And now let's break it down. What does that look like every day? And then what does that, what product or system or bundle do you have that equates to that? So if you want to grow, you know, 500 in volume over the next five days, do you have a product that's about a hundred in volume? Okay. So let's make a goal of, I'm going to sell one of those a day. Let's just break it down super, because all of a sudden, once we start breaking it down that way, we go, oh, it's still big. That's still big. But now it's also a time to revisit those conversations. Have you followed up with everybody? Um, you know, is, is, is your company offering some sort of special? Could you offer something to maybe get them over the fence? Um, I'm a huge fan of, I don't really post my specials, my personal specials online. I think it devalues the company, the brand, the everything. And then we become like the gap where it's like every two seconds, you can get this. Um, but of course that's a personal choice. Um, but you know, how can you make the most of this month? And at the end of the day, if we have run like our hair is on fire and tried everything and, and done it all and we don't achieve the goal. Okay. You, yeah. you opened and closed every door. You tried it all. You did it all. Um, move on. There's yeah. next month. Yeah. Let's I learn totally, from it and grow. Totally, totally agree. I love those, those tips and, and strategies. And I think the mindset piece of it that I try and stress is you're okay if you don't hit it. You know, mm-hmm. you're, the goal is nothing to do with you. The result is nothing to do with you. It doesn't mean you are bad. Your business is bad. It's, it's really just this benchmark. And if I think if you go in to the end of the month or any month, like stop putting these timelines on things and you just go in with joy and fun and knowing, you know, these goals are here. I work, I, I, I have deep committed consistency and you do all those actions and you feel that way, you end up hitting your goals a lot sooner. Like once I got over that, like this end of the month business and just Mm -hmm. like realized my business is going to be here forever. Like, I'm just like, it's just a long range plan instead of like putting these stops now in defense of network marketing they have to put these benchmarks on us. This is their business model. Mm-hmm. I get why they have recognition and all this like end of the month hype. But if you can kind of take yourself out of it and just know if I keep doing the same simple steps every single day, that's just going to happen automatically. Like I'm mm-hmm. not going to have to worry about this push at the end. And it's almost the same as that 90 day Once you Mm -hmm. fill that funnel and it's just like consistent mindset, consistent actions, it, it always happens. Like it totally always happens. Well, and, and what's the worst if it took you six months to get there? Like, you know, I mean, we, we look at people or a year or two years, like we look at people on our team and go, oh my goodness, she started yesterday and she's already here. Wow. Well, that's awesome for her but you're not her. You have a different system. You have a different thing. How, what do you don't know all those things that brought to that point. And more than likely she's an anomaly. You are probably more normal. Just keep your eye on the prize, put your head down and run and be as authentic as you can serve those people in your network. And you'll find the message. I am blown away by the messages I get from people that I never had a conversation with about our products or business. Yep. There's people watching all the time. As long as you're consistent, as long as you just show up 
And it is my beliefs show up almost every day. Like I really believe that I I know there's lots of, you know, strategies on Instagram, like, Oh, only post when you've got a great post to post and only post three times a week. Or I really truthfully have built my business on just basically showing up every Mm -hmm. single day with some, some heart and some value and some joy and it's worked. And I think that's part of it. It's the consistency that people kind of said, they thought I was crazy at the beginning in three months. They're like, wow, I can't believe she's still doing this crazy thing in six months. She's like, Oh, okay. She really is doing this. I better figure out what this is. Yeah. I need to ask more questions. I do believe that that consistency is just, I, I, no one's magic in this, but I know I'm not magic. I had no magic skills, except yeah. I was just determined to keep showing up. And I kind of yeah. had that fire of like, I'm going to prove these people wrong that don't believe I can do this. <laughs> I just did a post the other day and I was like, honestly, and truly thank you to every doubter, every naysayer, every meanie, every hater, like from the bottom of my heart, like yeah. no malice at all. I mean, thank you because all you did was light this fire that I'm like, oh, I'm going to show you like this works. I'm, totally. I'm going to do this. Um, and I think showing up looks different in so many ways. Like you do not have to do a one hour live. You don't have to do reels 30 days. You don't have to, it's showing up in so many different ways. Maybe it's hopping on stories and doing, you know, four 15 second stories about something. Um, here's what I know for me. When I show up consistently, I get a message probably daily when I don't show up. I don't get a message. And I mean, really more in stories. That's, I think where a lot of the magic is coming. And what I love about stories is it's only available for 24 hours and it's gone. You can't mess it up. You can't mess it up. And honestly, Facebook, if you want to like try things, throw it all up on Facebook. Oh yeah. Like it's so easy. Like that's where stories and Facebook, that's where you can mess up all day long. And it's super forgiving. Yeah. I totally try. My audience is still so engaged on Facebook, but if I have something that I want to share and I'm not sure how it's going to land, I put it on Facebook first to see what happens. <laughs> and I'm like, every time oh, that's, that bombed, that if that bombed over here, I'm not putting it on Instagram. <laughs> totally. Totally. Instagram's a different animal. It's like, it this. A it's a whole thing, which is a whole other conversation. Yeah. Like, I'm so glad we've moved past the, like, have the same filter for everything and like, do the thing. I'm like, if I get a post up, like you should all be doing like backflips. That's how I feel too. It, it got way too, way too much for our type of industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, family members that are really successful bloggers and, and their feed, I, I believe has to look really curated and for what they're doing. And I remember us having this discussion and, and they were like, why don't you get more professional pictures done? And why don't, and I said, cause I need to appeal to a woman that thinks she can do this. Like she right now has no extra time. She has no, nothing extra, except she knows in her heart, she wants more for her life. Mm -hmm. I have to make her believe that she does not have to go and spend thousands of dollars on friggin' port pictures, a white kitchen looking perfect. Like I have to make it feel like she can just show up and it's going to work for her, which I think our industry is a little bit different than, Mm. than other industries in that way. We do have to make it look achievable. 
Yeah. Duplicatable. And that brings it back to, you know, who you're talking to. And that is not going to eliminate the outliers who do have the beautiful white kitchen and do have all the things or, or, you know, whatever, but understanding who that is, even at the basics is going to help your content. It's going to like, if you're struggling with what to say, I guarantee you two things. You don't know who you're talking to and you're not doing professional development. It's totally true. My business just became so much easier when I figured out who I wanted to help. Mm -hmm. When I finally figured out, well, I love learning more about this. Uh, It's helping me right now. And that's what I want to talk about all the time right now. And I want to help the women that would be interested in that. The other thing that I, I heard years ago is you're not married to your niche. You get to change it. Like stop overthinking it. Just pick something and pick a focus, pick a, pick a woman or man or whoever that you feel like you'd really love to connect with and go with that for like 30 Mm -hmm. days and see what happens. See how you feel about it when it's, when you get to that 30 day mark. And if you feel like you want to switch a route then go ahead It's, it's like starting anything else. So I fell into a photography business and it was (laughs) whole other story. And, you know, you're like figuring out the camera and there's all these buttons and whatnot. And, and my coach, she was like, whoa, 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 just focus on one thing. I was like, okay. So I focused on aperture. And once you get really good at that, then you can add the other things done. Same thing. Focus on one person just get super specific and clear on who that person is. And as you understand that person, then you can add on her sister or her brother or the, you know, like then you can start doing that. And it just helps your brain like, Oh, okay. Cause otherwise you're like in 28 rooms at the same time. And you're like, I I can't do this. And I would even venture to say, still keep it small, still keep it to like two to three avatars because you're going to be so clear on who you're talking to that it's going to just attract so many other people. Yeah, I totally agree. Oh, this has been such a good conversation. Loved it. So I love it. Where can my people find you and what you have going on right now that they could learn more from you? Awesome. Um, I'm on Instagram Instagram at <laughs> hey dot it's dot Michelle Castro. And then my podcast is Growth Against the Grain. And I am working on my course, which should be launching in the next couple of weeks. So finalizing all of that fun That's stuff. That's and it's about niching in. So I cannot wait. Oh, perfect. Well, that is I I believe that every network marketer needs to buy a course like that to just have in their toolbox that I get that we get lots of stuff from our upline. I mean, I feel like I'm an awesome upline. (laughs) I mean, yeah, maybe you don't agree listening, but I actually feel I'm really good, but I still, I'm always throwing like oh my gosh, here's a course or listen to this person's podcast or because coming from a different mouth and just, we're all saying kind of the same thing, but we all just have a different way that it might just really resonate. So I just feel like that's, you will not regret investing in your business. I, I talk about it like my hair salon. I had to buy scissors, new scissors all the time. I had to go for education on how to do the newest trends. Like I wasn't going to sail into that huge, huge business I had without continuously educating myself. And this is the same. 
And that's yeah. sort of going back to when you talked, spoke earlier about having that business mindset. Mm-hmm. You have to have an entrepreneurial mindset to really make this fly and, yeah. and, and go above the hobby income. And, and if you want the hobby income, good. That, this business is amazing for that too. But I'm kind of like specifically right now talking to the women that kind of want to be like us. Like yeah. they see that six figure thing. They want to be able to stay at home with their kids. You need to learn how to develop that entrepreneurial mindset mm-hmm. and investing in a course is a step towards that. Completely. I mean, if you think of any other industry out there, you're required to have continuing education to renew your license or your certification or, but here we can just stay stagnant and expect things to grow. No, you're crazy. If you think, sorry, (laughs) but you have to be growing. And I'm a firm believer, just like you said, like you're an amazing upline. I, I have no doubt about it, but you want to get training outside of your company, your company, you know, what your company thinks, you know, what your uplines think they're amazing, no doubt, but wouldn't it be helpful to get somebody else's perspective too? Exactly. I love learning from everybody and take little snippets and then you become authentically you. You take, you're not copying any, I mean, we could have a whole other podcast on comparison and copying. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But you're allowed to take little snippets from people and put it together in your own package. That is going to be your magic. It's going to be you and the people are going to see that and be so attracted to that. So I'm excited for your course, Michelle, because I explain niching really so well and so simplistically, which I think is what everybody needs. Like everybody just needs it laid out in a really simple way. So thank you for sharing that. And hopefully you can get links to us. So I can, I will definitely. Definitely. I can put it in the show notes. Okay. So last question. Sure. The doozy. I'm just kidding. I always love hearing what your top three personal development books are. What would oh you my goodness. So many. Well, I'm currently reading Atomic Habits, oh, which yeah. like I just got through the intro and I was like bawling. And like, if you have not read that intro, I was not prepared for that yeah. at all. So good. Um, okay. So this one might surprise you, but I just, um, read 75 hard and it may be one of, so if you're not familiar with 75 hard, it is a, I decided I needed some mental toughness and somebody posted about 75 hard. I was like, what the heck is this? And it was exactly what I needed. So I got the book too. It has a lot of different things, but the book, there's a lot of bad words in it. So I will just fair warn you, but I think it is probably one of the best professional development books out there because it's like, if you're going to, if you want to level up, you need to keep the promises that you have for yourself and stop allowing room for error. Like grace, I get it all that. It's fantastic, but we are too kind on ourselves sometimes. And we allow these cheats and we allow this and we allow that. But for 75 days, what if you just committed to yourself? So that one was fantastic. Um, what else? Oh, I just finished winning Mm -hmm. with, uh, by, uh, Tim, Tim Grover. He was Michael, Michael Jordan's, uh, coach, Kobe's coach. And it's a really no fluff. 
and no nonsense view at winning. Like he's like, I mean, I could tell you like, you know, you got this, you're going to be great. Like, you know, consistency and da, 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 da. But he's like, no, no, no. You already know that. So let's get down to the heart of it. Here's what makes a winner. Amazing. Well, those are Tom and Cavett's love it. Great book. I actually saw, is it James, James Cleary, James, James, some, James Clear, maybe something like that. Anyways, yeah, he came to one of our events and he was, he was actually a terrible speaker. Oh, <laughs> terrible. Stick to the I, written word. I know I had not read the book. And he was at this thing and I was like, oh my, this is like the Snorville. And then my friend was there and she's like, no, you have to get the book. It's such a good book. The book is amazing. But I would, I didn't even realize there was a 75 hard book because I mean that I love the principles in 75 hard. Like, and I believe like you guys, you have to get gritty. Like you said, I grace is one of my favorite words. I'll absolutely love it. But you have to get gritty in your business. You have to get gritty with your weight loss, relationships, parenting, whatever you want to make better, you're going to have to get gritty with it. And that's what I love the philosophy of 75 hard, like Mm -hmm. take a timeline and commit to yourself. And there's no like, oh, well, friends came over. Oh, no, you just, you can make all things happen. I went to Cabo. I went to Seattle and I mean, he probably would not have totally approved of my food choices, but I was like, uh, I ate two tacos instead of four. Okay. So that was a big thing. Exactly. And you're all, it's all your own personal journey, but if at the end of it, it's kind of like at the end of the 90 days, if you can Mm -hmm. say to yourself, I actually did this every single day and look at, look at what's starting to happen or look at the blow up I've actually had. Like, it doesn't matter what the result is at the end. It's that you can go back and say, I actually committed to this. Like, wow, I feel great. When you feel like that, you're going to keep going. You're going to keep totally to do it. So yeah. those yeah. are amazing suggestions. Thank you. I will put those in the show notes to you guys, because I love books. I love, well, personal development, any of that self-growth. I absolutely love getting new suggestions. So I appreciate you so much for taking this time and just being with us and sharing all your awesome thoughts about this awesome business that we're part of. I mean, as we both said, it's just, it's just amazing. It's the best. So I appreciate you coming. Thank you so much for having me. This like lit me up. It was just so much fun. I just appreciate it. And I love what you're doing. I love hearing other women that are, were like-minded and saying, no, 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 we got to show up differently. We've got to empower these women to do this in a way that is so authentic and real. And it's just so nice to have other voices that are saying the same thing. Yeah. I think it's so important. You know, you might be listening to this and in your other ears, someone giving you mass messages. Mm -hmm. And I invite you just to really determine what feels good. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't feel good, even if it's working for someone else, it's not going to work for you because it doesn't feel right. It, seriously that I think both of us can attest that's how it didn't feel good to us and it would never have worked so Mm -hmm. believe us when we say there is a different way and it feels amazing and you want to jump out of bed and do it every single day even I'm like seven seven and a half years later I still love it that much and 
learn from women like us, like go to Michelle's page and her, your posts are amazing. Your podcast, I listened to a couple this morning as well, and they're so good. So definitely go and check her out, sign up for her course and all those good things. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you. Have a great day.